Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Ecom 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn, FCBS affiliate, KPIX-TV in San Francisco, and Russell Jackman on the phone yet again, because he's doing his lawyerly thing of uh, driving to the office. Love it. The commute from hell. Is that what it is? Uh, Actually, yeah, how many miles do you have to drive? Oh, per day, it's 100. Oh, wow. And, and with people going back to work, that the uh, traffic is a little bit heavier than it used to be. Uh, doing... uh, there's times. Certainly there's times that it's gotten worse. You know what? Yeah, if you, if you left at 4 a.m., you'd get there on time. All right. Oh, yeah. Each there's... commercial break, we're going to ask us a trivia question. And uh, today it's going to be American League, Major League Baseball teams, the first 100 seasons. And this, yeah, I'm not... already out. I'm no, already no, no, out. They're not, they're, they, no. These are not quite as hard as they could be you know there's no louisville yeah but i hate the american league i hate the american league i hate it so if it was a national league uh it would be okay yeah i might stand it yeah the louisville colonels you know everything about them and the cleveland spiders and the brooklyn bridegrooms and all those kind of fun things okay All right. When we uh, when we come back, uh, I want to talk about these stupid fans who are running onto the basketball courts and uh, what, what's what they're going to be. Just happened. With. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I mean, it's like remember there was a time in baseball where like almost every few days someone would run onto the field. Remember the remember Morgana? Yes, I was just going to mention her. Yeah, the pretty yeah. the the, uh, the woman who um, was um, uh, there, quite there. Yes. Let's let's say that and. Uh, yeah, she'd go up to the players and kiss them. And I don't think she ever really got in trouble. She just got escorted. Yeah. 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 She but it was kind of all in fun. She wasn't tackled to the ground and then, you know, no. taken and then, to the pokey. Yeah. And do you remember Rick Monday tackling those guys who were trying to light the flag off? In, uh, I can remember Mike Curtis, then a linebacker for the Baltimore Colts. Colts. Yeah. Actually, just full throttle, just level a fan. Oh, and yeah. Then, I think I remember that one. Okay. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. There's something for everyone at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. 
We've all been spending more time at home and living differently. But when you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We make it easy for you to work, play, and stay in Calistoga. With many amazing daily happenings and so many wonderful things to do in and around the hotel, there's an array of activities just waiting for you. The safety and comfort of our guests is of utmost importance. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. That's the MountViewHotel.com. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration. An air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Palio Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com. P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackson. Yeah, we're just mentioning uh, Mike Curtis, 32. That's that's not a linebacker number. That's a well, running back number. Then. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah when, and when you met him. He, uh, yeah, he made his presence felt. Big dude, big tough dude. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about this. So, uh, what, what's going on with all the fans running onto the basketball courts? Is this like, like you know, ant, uh, uh, after COVID type of you know, I got to get my attention? What do you think? I think so. I think people have forgotten how to behave in public. <laughs> they they've been you know isolated by themselves for a year where everything they did was fine. You know, because they're the only person that they affected for a year. And they don't, yeah. they've lost their manners and their ability to, to handle dealing with the public. I mean, we're seeing it on airlines for sure. Yeah, and, oh, and, that's true. And, that's right. I wonder, of course, uh, you know, we I'd, that. Like, I'd like to ask these guys, these uh, fans after, you know, A, getting banned for life and then B, you know, having 
charge criminal charges against him going to go, was it worth it? I wonder how many yeah. of them would say, yeah, I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just can't see that happening. They uh, probably would. I, I, I they, wonder how it used to be. It used to be it would take a little liquid courage to be able to run out there and act a fool. So when we say liquid courage, meaning, but you have to just, oh, 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 you'd be drunk to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. You have to be uh, very fast. Uh, well, also, it's funny, years it's ago. It's not like you're going to get away. It's not like you're going to get away. I mean, yeah. you're committing a, a crime in a place that you have absolutely 0% chance of, of getting away with a crime and, and, and being a walk, able to walk away without any repercussion. Yeah, and you were, Vern, you were mentioning uh, Mike Curtis decking some guy uh, mm -hmm. running on. And I guess nowadays they, they, they tell the players, look, A, we don't want you to get hurt, B, you know, lawsuits and all that stuff, so let's right. handle it. Uh, well, right. one, time, one time, a long time ago, I saw a pro wrestling match where uh, these, this drunk guy tried to run into the ring and mess with one of the wrestlers. And it was kind of funny because the, the good guy wrestler – stood back the guy who was the face stood back and the heel guy came in and just absolutely <laughs> destroyed the dude yeah. just absolutely beat the living tar out of him <laughs> and the, and the security didn't do a thing they waited for maybe about 10 minutes for <laughs> to come in and then finally you know drag the guy off and he was all bloodied and and I'm sure he learned a very significant yeah. lesson to never do that. Yeah, unless, unless that was staged, uh, I'd be a little no, scared. No, I'd be a little no, scared no. to do. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of ridiculous. That was not part of an angle. You could tell by the way the guy was beating the other dude up. Look, these wrestlers, you know, everyone's like, oh, that's fake and it's staged and all this stuff. But you don't want to, you know, tell a guy that is uh, that that has to fight for a living to actually you know take you on in a fight it never ends well for the people who tell those wrestlers oh yeah i can show you guys how, yeah. to, how to fight by getting in the ring yeah i don't i don't, I don't think yeah that, that's not that's not a good thing i wonder and, and then russell you're the uh, uh attorney here on the on the show um what what would you what do you think about the fact of you know like what if some security guard or even a player tackles one of these guys and they get hurt you know, is there going to be some silly attorney out there who's going to take their case? Oh, on? you you read you you no you you read the, the 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 back of the ticket that you know is in microscopic uh, <laughs> type, and it tells you that you know they have a right to pretty much beat the hell out of you <laughs> if you step on the field. You sign away so many rights on the back of that ticket. And, and, you know, to, to enforce safety and to enforce uh, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the, the safety of the players and yeah. referees and so forth, they have yeah, but, to do that. But, but they, they didn't have to use excessive or, But they didn't have to use excessive force. They could have just said, tap me on the shoulder and said, excuse me, sir, would you please? Excessive is subjective. Yeah, that's excessive true. is subjective. And so, you know, you don't know if the player, if the, if the, uh, idiot fan has a gun or a knife yep. or, you know, yeah. uh, poison gas or, you know, a variety of the acid or, you oh, know, yeah. different things that you can <laughs> throw on a player, you know, you just yeah. don't know. So you have to act to make sure to ensure the safety and this idiot, you know, those idiots obviously don't care about the safety 
of themselves or anyone else, or they would sit in their damn seats and watch the damn game. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember in '77, Chris Chambliss hitting that home run? He's running around. He's and these guys are coming, running, patting him on the back. Um, I think they even did the same thing with uh, uh, Hank Aaron when he hit. Same with uh, in Hank Aaron style. Yeah, crowds used to be okay. Yeah, I mean the thing is, I mean you get you know a hundred of them running on the field. That's kind of hard to start uh, corralling them. But you know one or one or two. So actually, in that vein, I want to continue on. So the Celtics fan who uh, he's charged with a felony for throwing a water bottle on uh, Kyrie Irving, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, I don't know if the water bottle was filled. Uh, you know, was it just an empty bottle? You know, because does that matter from the standpoint of what gets thrown? Because what happens if he had cotton candy and thrown it on him? You know, would he still get a felony? Would it still be the same treatment? Well, it's 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 the act with intent to throw and hit your target. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to do that. In, in, in empty, an empty bottle, you're not going to have that kind of velocity. You'll never make it. And under, understand this, understand this. They will charge him with a felony, and then they plead down usually. Mm. So you start high when you're with the uh, with you know, the prosecutor, and then you give yourself some level to move downwards, you know, or to plead. Yeah, that's good. That's charge. a good point. I mean, hey, I remember Slapshot when uh, one of the Hanson brothers gets hit hit with a chain in the lip. You remember that the movie? I I remember I remember getting beat up by the Hanson brothers <laughs> when they uh, when when they came to the Cow Palace as kind of a kind of an appearance. This was a live shot during the six, and the the the, the bit was I was supposed to be in full gear, just kind of milling around in the back of the live shot while the Hanson brothers were being interviewed by Gary Rat and she's our yeah uh, at one time for the for the audience a, a one time very very popular sports guy that I worked with on television. And uh, and and so Gary kind of baited them into going after me. So you and didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, and they just dropped their <laughs> sticks and they went after me and just yeah, well, that so, was a, <laughs> so that was a big surprise for you then. Well, you, no, I mean I was I, I was it, it's it, it, I, I was in on the bit. Oh, okay. But but I but but when you see them come after you, <laughs> then it's like, whoa. And they're they're pretty big guys. I mean, you know, I know they kind of have the goofy look. Especially especially in full full pads, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, can you imagine being like really playing hockey and getting checked? You know, Man, those guys I mean and, and those guys those guys are throwing punches. I mean, with with yeah. the intent to connect. I mean it's especially if yeah. you know if you get they have you have skates on where you're going that fast, you know, full velocity. I mean, yeah, you know, guys get knocked out, knocked out of the ring, and all that kind of stuff. That's crazy. Okay, but it's one. The, but the skates are one of the reasons why it's hard to throw a punch in hockey. Yeah. You don't have a, a firm base the on leverage. which you're punching. So yeah, you don't have as much force behind the punches. True, you're you're moving around and you're not exactly uh, uh, stable as if you're rooted in one spot. You can yeah. really throw a punch like a boxer. Well, that's, that's, that's true. Hey, if you're ready for our first commercial break trivia question, we're talking uh, American League, Major League teams for the first 100 seasons. Babe Ruth hit 50-plus uh, home runs, hold on, in a season four times in his career. Which American League team was the next to have a player hit over 50? And see if you can name the player. I think it's actually easier to name the player than it is the team, because you, you, unless you remember which team he played for. All right? 
All right, so re-ask the question again. Okay, so Babe Ruth hit 50-plus home runs in the seasons four times in his career. Which AL team was the next to have a player, right? Because he plays played for both Boston and Yankees, which are, you know, American League. Um, so who was next in line, basically, to have a player hit over 50 home runs in the American League? All right. Babe Ruth wow. was number one. This this person and, and this team was number two. All right. Stay with us. 4TCOM 101. We'll be right back. Do not touch that dial. Do not touch that dial. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here, Vern Glenn over there, Russell Jackman on the phone. Yeah, we're just, you guys are teasing me about when I say don't touch that dial because nobody has dials anymore you know, on, on uh, the old radios, you know? Oh, Come yeah. On. Don't touch that two, two tin cans and a string. All right. Uh, here's our first trivia question. Babe yes. Ruth. Make sure to adjust your vacuum tubes. Yeah. Make sure to adjust your vacuum <laughs> yeah. tubes. On a, on a TV. All right. Babe Ruth hit 50-plus home runs in a season four times in his career. Which AL team, and see if you get the player, was the next to have a player hit over 50 home runs? So Babe right, Ruth I'm going to guess the Detroit Tigers. I was going to go that. I was going to guess that, too. But who would have been? Oh, and who would have been the player? Uh, no, he never hit home runs. I, I, you're, well, first of all, it's not Detroit. You probably were thinking of Hack Wilson in 1930, because he had like all the he had 196 RBIs. But uh, but he no, um, actually uh, now if you think of Connie Mack, what would be the team? I would think of the Philadelphia Athletics. Okay, that is correct. Okay, okay. now who who was uh, who was their big home run hitter back then? Blank. Blank. I told you this wasn't going to be my best category. Blanken. Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox. I was going to say, home run Baker, he was even before, I think, uh, he had like five home runs or something, and they called him home run Baker. <laughs> they didn't hit too many home runs in the dead ball era. Jimmy All Fox right. with, two, with two X's, I believe. Two X, that is correct. Yeah. Double X, they yeah. called him. Wasn't uh, like Rod Strickland last week impressive? Yes. I was impressed with your Rod Strickland answer. Last I'm going to have to live off of that. <laughs> well, let's see. Wait a minute. Hold on. This, actually, the next question is fairly easy. So we'll, we'll get your confidence back up again. Fairly. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Naomi uh, Osaka withdraws from the French Open, um, saying that she did not want media distraction. Um, I, thought it was, I thought she was citing mental health. Well, I think it's kind of all kind of rolled together. in together. Yeah, because I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay. And Vern, being in the uh, TV media, you know, how do you how do you deal with people who you know players who just they don't want to give you the time of day? And is and, and are they forced to do media? You know, we talked about how Marshawn Lynch, you know, he, yeah, he did media. He just kind of said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not really anything. And 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 he famously said, "Well, I'm just here because I don't want to get fined." Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny because you look and you go, "Yeah, that's not really an interview." Um, so but most most <laughs> players' associations are in agreement with whichever organization they work for that that there must be some sort of media access, media relations, whatever. But then, but the, then there's some players, particularly in baseball, uh, there there are some. Just they just standard policy. No, I I, I don't talk to the media, and um, and do they get fined? That was just kind of, that was just kind of the, but they but they didn't get fined. Now this was now these now these players. I'm I'm thinking of you know Eddie Murray and and, and things of that nature. I mean they were they, you know they didn't get fined at all. It just it was just understood that they just did not talk to the media. That was just kind of the way it is. Now now you have these mandates with playoffs and postseasons and, and, and media sessions and stuff like that where, where it's, it's a mandatory thing. And even the NFL season now, usually on Wednesdays, it, there, there's an hour where, 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 where in the middle of the day where a player must make himself 
available to the media. Now, some players duck around and going, well, I got to go get treatment, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, then they, and they leave and then they just wait you out. So, so, so well, when I, you leave, then, then they come back. There's, there's ways to kind of sure. get around it. But in the, in the case of Osaka, even before the, the French Open even started, she had said, no, I, I'd rather not. Uh, or, or, and then came out, well, I'm not going to. And then when the, when the threat of a fine, she may have even have been fined. That's when she said, well, that's it. It's just not even worth it to me. And, she and I, don't, I don't get it. First of all, I've never met a microphone I didn't like. You know, I, 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 I'm always a, a media, a media hound or a media whore, whatever you want to call me. But I, I love being interviewed. And so I don't understand why people are, if you get into a business where you know that there's media coverage and that you're expected to talk to the media, why you do it? You know, you, she could she could work in an office somewhere, and no one would ask her opinion. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a guess at two different reasons. One being a quote either misquoted or being embarrassed. You know, they, getting a question thrown at you that you really don't want to answer. Or the other part of it, as she had stated, that it's a it's a distraction. I mean, if she really is trying to just concentrate on her game, she doesn't want any of those other distractions. You know, she's not gonna go out on dates or, you know, go to Disneyland or something. I mean, she's focusing on her craft, tennis, for a specific period of time. I mean, I remember even doing, you know, when I was bowling, I yeah, was so careful not the to other do side anything. of it, if there's no media coverage of what she does, then there would be no money in what she does, and she couldn't do it for a living. Therefore, she owes the media that much because she wouldn't have a, a job <laughs> If it wasn't for the media covering it, if nobody cared at all about tennis, how could she do it for a living? Well, they could do it after the event, right? Like, don't, don't you know, she doesn't want to talk during the, I'm sure after the French Open. If it's oh, okay. I, I had misheard that. I thought she didn't want to talk to the media at any point in time. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I, I think specifically this was about the French Open and and she just she just did not want to make herself available. Usually, usually after the match, you come in, you make yourself available, you answer. I mean, you're there maybe ten minutes, ten, and then yeah. and then you leave, and then 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 and, and and then that's it until your next match. And then post match, you come in and you answer a few questions, and then you know you're out of there. But uh, Naomi Osaka didn't want any of that, and then I, you know, and, and let's. I mean, there, there, there are going to be listeners and viewers that tune into the show that know people who have battled with mental health. And so, so the, I mean, those two words, I mean, they're, it's, it's a very sensitive matter. And she's, I don't, I don't know anybody that's had that kind of mental health where it's going to throw them off or whatever, make them uncomfortable yeah. to be in a room full of people. Uh, and she, she just... I, I mean, I guess the other way to do it is, is if you're such a bad interview that people don't want to do it anymore. But she's but but she's been great in the past. Yeah. She's been terrific in the past. Yeah, and I guess um, the thing is, if, if suddenly she acts off color, that's almost a story in itself. So it's almost like, you know, sort of like a Jerry Springer type show where it's like, gosh, I sure hope she does something kind of really off. You know, like I think what was it, a couple of years ago, Brian Price just swore like crazy for the Reds as a manager. Uh, and it, I mean, it's just, 
blew up on YouTube. Uh, Brian Price, by the way, another local product. Uh, uh, yes. In fact, yeah, we had him on, uh, gosh, years ago. And then, uh, uh, then it was like about a year later, it was this big blow up on YouTube about all the swearing that uh, happened. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah, he was asked a question, and then that kind of set him off. And then, and then, then he said, "Well, I have a question," and then, boom, went off for a good minute. <laughs> he let, and as Kramer said in uh, Seinfeld, he let the expletives fly. <laughs> he did. He did well. I mean, it, it was, it was a. He comes from he, he comes from the school of of you know if if if, if I'm dealing with the player I'm going to deal with the player first and then we will release information on 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 what we're doing with said player and then but but in this particular case it was a it was a player being activated or sent down or something I, I believe a player was being sent oh, down and it, and it got out to the Twitter world before Price could even address it. And he was upset about that. Yeah, I get that. I, I'd be a little bit uh, frustrated myself if, uh, uh, you know, like that kind of stuff happened. Um, yeah. Okay. And let's see here. We got one more minute. When we come back, I want to. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys because uh, about uh, antitrust with potential NBA players. You know the. Uh, remember how um, the antitrust rules uh, don't apply to Major League Baseball? Is that still the case there, Mr. Jackman? Yeah, that is. They still have the exception. I guess it's 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 really for the fans. That's the reason, right? Because otherwise, you'd have yeah, all these. Yeah, it was it was granted by Congress. Congress did it because they were fans of baseball and wanted to give baseball that advantage. Yeah. The other sports don't have that advantage, or at least they don't think. At least not right now, they don't. Yeah, but, well, we'll see. Okay, you guys ready? Here's <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> okay, we're, we're gonna, this is a softball question for you guys. Got, got, got to get your ego. Oh, now you're there. asking us about softball. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a softball yeah. baseball question. Uh, and again, our theme is American League, Major League Baseball teams for the first 100 seasons. The 1936, uh, in 1936, saw the first Hall of Fame induction ceremony. The hall included five players, with three of those coming from the American League. I should make this hard for you. <laughs> I'm gonna make, the, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this harder for you. And then, if, if if you need help, I'll make it easier. I'd like to know which three American League players and their teams came from out of that first 1936 Hall of Fame. Actually, you guys know all the five players, right? And you know which teams they came no. from. No. Come no. on. Vern, well, I know Vern Dunn, the 1936 induct, inductee, right. Hall of Famers. Okay, uh, so actually, why don't you give me the why don't you give me the two um, uh, National League players and teams? The two National League, players. yeah. And then we'll see if you know because uh, you, we, well, I mean, if you know them, you know the players, you know which teams they came from. All right. When we come back, we'll we'll, we'll see uh, we'll see how much Vern knows about all the uh, players, all five yeah, I'm players. I've already <laughs> bowed out. I've already bowed out of this. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Restaurant has been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there is no surprise that it's been voted best overall restaurant in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio has been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. That's paliosf.com. P-A-L-I-O-S-F.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. With 24-7 customer service and guaranteed repairs, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to. Unlike this stressful meditation guide. Take a deep breath. Focus on all the things you have to do. Did someone make the vet appointment yet? You don't know? That feels like something you should know. Switch to Progressive today. You are a mess. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Repairs through Progressive Network shops guaranteed for as long as you own or lease your car. Like the town itself, Hotel San Luis Obispo is a cultural crossroad where an adventure becomes a life well-lived. Located steps from downtown, Hotel San Luis Obispo is the perfect jumping-off point for Central Coast adventures. Head to the rooftop for sips and small plates amidst lush planted greenery with stellar views over rolling hills. With quintessential California beach towns just up the road, Hotel San Luis Obispo is both a destination and an experience. Top off your day with a curated list of the best wines from the Central Coast at Ox and Anchor, a classic steakhouse with a modern twist. Call 805-235-0700. That's 805-235-0700. Or go to hotel-slo.com. That's hotel-slo.com. Hotel-slo.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brand, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackman. So, guys, uh, 1936 saw the first Hall of Fame induction ceremony. The Hall uh, included only five players, with three of them coming from the American League. So I'm going to see – Vern, first give me the first – give me the two National League teams and players. Uh, Honus Wagner was one of them, I believe. Correct. What team did he play for? Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Correct. And so that's that's a National League team. Who was the other and one? And then uh, Walter Johnson was the oh, other one. Okay. Now he's from the American League. Okay. Uh, Christy Matthews. Yes. Christy Matthews okay. was the New York Giants. New York Giants. So that's, that's the other National League. So now okay. give, me, give me the three. Uh, well, Walter Johnson, I I uh, I already already mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Babe Ruth, obviously, yeah. and yeah. Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb, that's right. Okay. So what were, what were the three teams? 
Well, Cobb with the Tigers. Correct. Uh, Ruth with the Yankees. Yep. And Walter Johnson with the oh God, I'm blanking all of a sudden. It's it's a uh, team that's that's uh, it, it it's bounced Senators? around the Senators. Very good. Wow, you got oh, Washington that. Senators. Okay, yeah, good. Which was a uh, which was a an American League team. Uh, right. Very good. All right. Very good. Well, guys. I actually got something right. I <laughs> would have gotten Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb. The rest and Honus Wagner. But the okay. other two guys, I I wouldn't have grabbed. You wouldn't, off the top we of my wouldn't head. have remembered. Okay, all right. So um, uh, I saw this in Yahoo. Um, an NBA general manager says players have ushered and uh, in an empowerment in the NBA. Uh, basically, you know, they're kind of calling the shots, is what he was saying. And I was kind of wondering that that that, that it's a players' league. Yeah, exactly. uh, the, the, the play the players hold the ball. The players have the power. That that's basically what right? I'm at. Yes. So I'm wondering, could players be charged with antitrust if they're conspiring to let's say fix their salaries? Hey, LeBron, don't settle for anything less than 200 million a year. And hey, hey guys, let's all get together and nobody settles for. Yeah. So, so, so they, they, they collude. Yeah, collude, exactly. And, 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 and they go, okay, this is what we're going to we, – this is how we maintain the power that we now have. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, the reason I'm bringing that up is years ago, there was a, a secretary uh, assistant for my office roommate. And on the side back then, she did word processing. Remember word processors? You know, like oh, I used yeah. to do that. Okay, I used to do word processing. <laughs> okay, so what she did was she just happened to mention in passing, because um, she did this on the side. She said, "Yeah, you know, a few of us who are in the word word processing uh, field, uh, who are independent people, we we just kind of got together and just said, hey, you know what? Let's let's just not charge less than twenty five dollars an hour." And and it's, she just said it in passing, not thinking it was a big deal. And mm-hmm. I told her, I said, you know what? You better talk to an attorney because that's called price fixing. Uh-huh. You know? And I said, I'm not an attorney, but I would suggest that you talk to an attorney because you don't want to get in trouble for price fixing because that's exactly what it is. And in the same thing with the NBA, if players say, hey, listen, let's all get together and nobody, you know, makes less than so a million. The a NBA year. already has a player's union. This is why I, I'm sort of confused about this whole issue is that they have a union to do all that, to do the negotiations. Okay, but even, even – okay, okay, so – and why isn't that antitrust or price fixing? Because unions have been allowed legally to have a, a, individuals who don't have the power to collectively bargain and have representation for – the entire group with, you know, elected individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, price fixing is when competing businesses decide to then make um, uh, uh, money by artificially um, uh, and without any sort of price, you know, it, it reflecting cost of business or or. Or, or rates going up because of inflation or anything like that. But you decide that you you and the businesses that normally would be in competition with each other decide to then fix prices and to raise prices um, based on, or you have a monopoly on something um, or such a majority market share that you're raising prices without any reflection 
of it uh, being a cost of yep. business or something that, you know, like for instance, that, that pharma bro that decided that bought up all oh, the yeah, medication right. and then decided to then raise the prices for, you know, 400% yeah. on a drug, you know, that's price fixing. Okay. He had no reason. It's not that his costs of development were excessive. Well, that actually is, I think I, I would call that price gouging, right? Yeah, because, it was. Yeah, because price fixing is a little different with, because he's not it's really polluting with anybody. It's, yeah, it's basically, he's got a monopoly on it. And uh, yeah, it's the yeah. same sort of principle. Um, so I don't yeah, think, you think, oh, so go ahead, Vern. Yeah. I was just saying, but don't there have to be agreements between union ownership in order in order for that to be kind of green lighted through well that that yes. yeah yeah the, no you're right that that's right because it's it's basically it's a, an agreement yeah so that is, that is a little different um it's just when i saw that it just kind of made me think hmm i mean of course you, you know you think i think about baseball was it andy messersmith who was the first one to uh do the was was that he was the first one to get the free agency because I, I remember kurt kurt flood uh was it winfield or Winfield, yeah, and you know, because again, ba the baseball owners, same thing. I mean, they they shouldn't be able to get together and say, okay, nobody makes over twenty five thousand dollars a year. Same, same. Chris, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds said that's what happened to him. You know that he was blackballed out of baseball when he still could have played his last couple of seasons. Oh, all because of the steroid. Yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, and he was. He well, said that you know that was collusion and he lost his case well and uh isn't that what colin kaepernick was saying too yeah and he lost that and that case went nowhere and is it most i guess mostly because they just couldn't prove it with the it's very hard it yeah. is very hard to prove collusion yeah unless you have very emails <laughs> emails that specifically back it up right <laughs> well not only do you have emails that have to show that it's backed up but then you have to show that that even if one, you know, uh, uh, part of the one other competing business breaks rank, then you sort of, you know, if it, like, for instance, if Colin Kaepernick got he got some tryouts, you know, by Atlanta, I think, oh, and, yeah. and by Baltimore or something like that. And and so <laughs> that said, you know, OK, then, you know, you're not colluded against. Yeah, that's kind of tough because you could still say, sure, we'll give you a tryout. And then, you know, it's kind of a wink, wink, nod, nod. Oh, well, mm -hmm. you, you, you looked pretty good. And uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll think about it. I mean, eh, yeah, that's a bunch of garbage on that. Um, well, that's all I had. That's all I had. Uh, any things you guys want to cover? Oh, you had. Oh, yeah, there's lots of stuff to talk about. Go ahead. Take sure. I mean, we haven't talked at all about the NBA playoffs. No, go ahead. No. Uh, 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 are the Lakers even going to be in, in one piece to survive the first round? I've never seen the Lakers struggle this hard in the first round with, you know, the, the Davis injury. You know, mm -hmm. LeBron is is got the really the weight of the world on his shoulders. And other than Caruso, nobody in that series is stepping up like they did last year. Yeah, there you there, there you're seeing you know the injuries and 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 the and the lack of depth coming back to to bite you and and which which also gives credence to I don't know about you uh, Russ but I I I think 
I think a seven game series, you really, really see, you know, who the better team is in a, in a three game series or a five game series, something like that. You can get lucky, get on a hot streak or whatever. And oh, maybe three the best game team series. doesn't win. How far win, back but, do you have to go? How but, far but, back but in, do we have to go for the three game series? Yeah, just, er, just wow. the early nineties, first round. But, uh, but I'm talking about yeah. now a seven game series. You really the the better team really does win. It does, but it also makes that road so much longer for these teams, especially a team like LA that had to you know play the the play in game that mm-hmm. they didn't want to play. Do you like the play in game? Do you, do you like the play in tournament? I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be better when you give team, more teams a chance to get into the playoffs. Now, as a Warriors fan, my heart was broken two games in a row, so it hurt a lot to watch them lose, you know. And my thought is that – and, I, you know, I'm a stats guy. I think that Steph Curry may be the best statistical player to not make the playoffs in the history of the NBA. For the season that he had and that he would qualify for an MVP candidate, for him not to make the playoffs, even when he had two chances with the uh, playing games, is – is depressing. Well, the old, the, you know, the, the old timers will, they'll, they'll, they'll counter with, with, you know, Pete Maravich, yeah. you know, who played on losing teams, stuff like that. But, but, but in, in, in this modern era, uh, Steph Curry is the it guy. Yeah. yeah and, but, and if you compared stats between Curry and Maravich, Curry would blow Maravich out of the water. Well, yeah, well, Dif- be- different era, different rules, different, you know, more, well, yeah, more of an offensive Yeah, I mean, game. so far yeah. nobody's come that close to Pistol Pete's uh, college. I think he averaged 45 points a game, and that was before there was no three-pointers, you yeah. know. Uh, no, 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 offense, uh, no, no offense to, to, to um, Curry because obviously he's, you know, he's Steph Curry. Uh, but that kind of just shows you it's not, a, it's not a one-man sport. You know, you have to have that. I don't care how good you are. It, 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 it's a whole team thing. I've never seen one B five. You? Yeah, yeah, no, no. But Memphis has shown that you know getting that opportunity to get into the playoffs, they've made the most of it. They, in technically, in the regular format series, because the Warriors won that final game of the the season, it would have been the Warriors in the number eight spot playing yeah, Utah and not uh, Memphis. Uh, but by the way, the only time I saw one beat five was Bronco Nagurski dragging five guys into the end zone from, from about 20 yards away. I was in 1940, wow. I think. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I read about it. <laughs> Jim Brown would drag a, guy, a yeah, lot of guys exactly. into the line, same, too. Same, yeah. same sort of thing. That's the only time you get the one beat. I wonder, I wonder what that, you know, you're true, you, know, you, you want to look at true greatness. A, 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 a game where Everybody in the stadium, everybody watching knows who's going to get the ball. The defense knows, and they still yeah. can't stop them. That's, that's, true. that's true greatness right that there. Is. And it happens with Curry. It happened with Jim Brown. A lot of players like that. Okay. Hey, guys, uh, our last trivia question. We're talking uh, the uh, Major League Baseball teams, uh, 100, 100 seasons, American League, Major League Baseball teams for the first 100 seasons. Okay. Which team saw their pitcher set a 20th century record for the most strikeouts in a season? Which team saw their pitcher 
set a 20th century record for the most strikeouts in a season. Okay. All right. You'll, you'll, you'll know the player. You'll know the team. All right. American League team. All right. Uh, let's see. Email Edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question, which team saw their pitcher set a 20th century record for the most strikeouts in a season? All right. And stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back with some closing comments. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bernie Glenn and Russell Jackman. Our last trivia question on American League Major League Baseball teams for the first 100 seasons. Which team saw their pitchers set a 20th century record for the most strikeouts in a season? Let's see if you guys can just guess it. Can I get a guess, Ian? Yeah. I'm going to say Seattle. And the pitcher? Randy Johnson. Okay, no, that's not it. I'm going to see. I'll guess. Uh, who, who had the most strikeouts in the season? Go on. Modern, fairly modern day. Well, my, 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 my first thought was Nolan Ryan. Yes, that is correct. And, uh, Nolan Ryan. And, and uh, Which for team? the Texas Rangers. Texas. No, California Angels. Oh, he did it at the uh, California Angels, okay. yes. Uh. <laughs> I kind of figured I had to. I, I was going to give you some hints after that. I figured the way I asked it was a little bit odd. All right, guys. Um, here, you ready for our thoughts for the day? Oh, bring them on, Dad <laughs> jokes. Well, one of these you'll, you'll, you'll really like. Okay. What is a pig's favorite ballet? Swine Lake. Swine <laughs> Lake. Nice, nice. Okay, you'll like That's this one. That's a dad joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you'll like this one even 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 more because you're you're a bit a big Batman fan. Um what should you use with Batman shampoo? Conditioner Gordon. Oh, nice. <laughs> Conditioner like that one. Gordon. That's cute. Yeah, yeah uh, I like that. Um, Russell, did you like those? I uh, Fortunately, my phone cut off just as you did, though. So <laughs> I, 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 I miss them, and I will, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be some crazy dad jokes next week. Yeah, um, there, there will be. I hope maybe you choose from the National League next uh, okay. week. Because, my God, American League, ancient baseball, I, I got to admit, no, I'm that was not kind so of good. That was, yeah, we, had, we had some some easy and some hard ones in there. Um, yeah, I figured, you know, the attorneys, they, they don't have a sense of humor. Vern, you and me, we got the sense of humor. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. Go on. Adios. Adios.